You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban. I believe this is episode 127. I'm not in front of my computer right now. I'm recording this on my cell phone. You can hear the Katie Dids or the Summer Night Symphony Orchestra playing in the trees in the back. Katie did, Katie didn't, Katie did, Katie didn't. Actually, they're more saying, hey, ladies, hey, ladies, hey, ladies, just like the frogs in the spring. Some things are universal. Are they not? I hope you've been having a good day over there. Been having a great day over here, and I'm out doing a little observing and wanted to bring you out to the field with me. And we're looking at... Something that, well, it's not going to be terribly, it wouldn't be terribly exciting to look at now. It just looks like a star, but it is in a beautiful star field. I have the nice refractor telescope set up, and we're looking at this. I was looking at Burnham's Celestial Handbook, and it goes through all the different constellations. And I was reading about the star that's pretty cool. Did you know that there's variable stars, stars that fluctuate in brightness for varying reasons? Ha <laughs> varying reasons right there and I've never really noticed one of these so I wanted to look at them this is a whole branch of study and this is something that they were able to measure the universe with with a Cepheid type variable and I do not understand that so I'll do some research and then tell you about that but this is an algal type eclipsing variable star so actually what's happening is, is why do I smell something burning you know I should Probably check that out. A car was going by and it was making this weird sound, but let me uh, put this on pause real quick and we'll see what's happening. I'll be right back. Okay, and we're back. Uh, yes, that was a pungent smell of burning tires. There was a, about two minutes before I started this episode, there was a car going down the highway going, oh, sounded like, a, like an angry goose. And I think that must have been something, but you know, could be the rice who knows i'm not even cooking that could be burning something <laughs> so yeah right so this um the ancients noticed that there was this star in the sky and they named it algal the demon star and every so often it would just dim it would almost disappear and then it would come back as if it was possessed by a demon i guess that was the reasoning behind it and come to find out there's a it was a binary star system and a the fainter star would eclipse the brighter star on a regular period of time so they'd be orbiting around each other and it would the, the fainter star would go in front of the brighter star and dim it so apparently there's this star in the constellation Sagitta the arrow and it does the same thing and according to Burnham's it's one of the finest examples in the heavens it was announced in uh, November 1901 according to Burnham's uh, you is the designation of the star, is a system in which the bright primary star is totally eclipsed by a larger but fainter companion revolving around it. The system closely resembles the eclipsing binary Eusephia. The star is easily located, blah, 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 blah. So the variability of this is easily observed in a small telescope or even in binoculars and is the best followed by comparing the star to the, with the nearby star 2504. And they have a graph right here, and every 80 hours it dips significantly. I thought it was every 8 hours, so I was going to look at it and then look at it later and tell you what I found. But it might be we're going to look at it now and look at it 
tomorrow and let you know how it is. But I haven't done this before. I wanted to bring you along on this, this journey right here. So let's go over to the telescope and I'll explain what we're looking at. Listen to those Katie dits. See if it's still lined up. Roughly so, yes. So it's near. There's this little star cluster, and they call it the coat hanger because unlike many things in astronomy, it actually looks like a coat hanger. You know, Orion the hunter, Hercules the, Hercules the hero, they just look like, uh, well, what's that joke about Orion's belt? It's just a waste of space. My brother Zach told me that one. <laughs> it's good, right? So this one here, yep, we just have our target star, which is, looks like a nice little star hanging out there. And there's the comparison star, which looks slightly dimmer. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a little sketch of this field and then check it out later tonight and then tomorrow. What I'm going to do now is it's a... Uh, yeah, I'm going to make, make that sketch. Don't worry. I'm not going to record that process. That's going to be boring. Ooh, listen to that nice night breeze coming through. Then it's cool to think so very far away, trillions of miles away, these stars are spinning around each other and one's going to block out the other one. And I'll be able to see that through this telescope. So I will give you a report. We're going to check back and know about 24 hours or so. And one of these days, we're going to see that thing dim. By the way, describing this field, it looks like there's little diamonds strewn across the heavens right here. A nice deep dark blue velvet. And they're just twinkling at me. One of the many corners of the sky to gaze at and ponder and look into infinity. And this is close infinity. These stars that I'm seeing, these are all part of our galaxy. Our nearby town, if you will. And then... Looking out across all of this, you can see another town much farther away, and that would be another galaxy with its own constellations. How cool is that? So it just looks like a little speck, but there's a dimmer speck orbiting around it so far away, and it will dim it out. It's not doing anything yet. Come on, star. We have an audience waiting. <laughs> I guess that's going to have to wait, probably just as well. So now, as those stars orbit around. I sit back down at my observing table here and look up at the summer triangle. It's well above the trees now. You can just glimpse the Milky Way in the night sky. And the Katie dudes are singing. Let's take a pause from marveling at the observable universe and take a trip within with some deep breathing. Let's go ahead and in through your nose and out through your mouth. Those eyelids get nice and heavy. Drift gently closed. And let us begin with our 424 breath. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two. Three, four, pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four, inhale, one, two, three, four, pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four, inhale, one, 
two, three, four, pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four, and last one, inhale, one, two, three, four, pause, one, two, exhale, one, two, three, four. Very nice. Look at those toes, open those eyes, listen to those Katie dids. Maybe you can hear them wherever you are. And if you were tuning in last night, you might have heard the story of trying to get uh, get the comet shot with my brother. Well, the clouds interfered a little bit, but he got a really nice picture of Jupiter and a couple of its moons orbiting around that. What a universe! It's awesome! Hope you have a nice evening or morning or afternoon over there. We'll catch you tomorrow. And we're going to keep an eye on this variable star. We're going to see what it does. We'll keep you posted. Thanks and good night. <laughs>